welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. We specialize in author interviews, audiobook, and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards and our Positive Change Podcast Awards. We also feature our fun and short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip to share on our very own Boom Bang Oh My Gosh Wow podcast, which you can find along with the rest of our offerings at speakuptalkradio.com. Well, today, I'm so happy because I have a recent Firebird Book Award winning author to share with you. She is Elizabeth Cottrell, and her winning book is titled Heartspoken, How to Write Notes that Connect, Comfort, Encourage, and Inspire. And I will describe her by the one-word descriptors on her website because I thought this was fun. She has freelance writer, blogger, wife, mother, friend, wayfinder, personal note writer, Virginian, birder, alto, guitar player, Christian Episcopalian, bank board chairman, community activist, W4EHC, connector, encourager, and to find out so much more, just visit her website, heartspoken.com. And I'm so looking forward to being inspired to write more notes, so let's get going. Welcome to the network, Elizabeth. Thank you so much, Pat. What a, what a delightful introduction. I appreciate that. A little bit eclectic, isn't it? I like that. It just <laughs> gives you a fine taste of everything. W4EHC, that's ham radio? It is. Good for you. It is a ham radio. I have an extra class ham radio license. My husband um, has been in it for years, and he got me into it too. So I'm not terribly active, but it's been a fun a fun hobby. I would love to do that. I just purchased a shortwave radio and uh, sometimes I can pick up ham radio from that, especially late at night. And it's just so fun to listen to. I always feel like I'm spying on somebody that I'm not supposed to be hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, and it has a lot of different aspects, but certainly in, just in terms of of the uh, uh, the amazing ability to speak to somebody around the world mm-hmm. on on a, just a little piece of equipment in your office in your home is amazing. Oh, for sure, and just the thought of emergency use, and you know, if everything went down, you'd still be able to communicate, and that is absolutely. so extremely important. It absolutely is. It you know? and we practice that. Um, there's an event every year called Field Day where we go out without without being uh, plugged into the grid with generators and and practice those emergency procedures. So it's a lot of fun. I know. I'm, I'm thinking of that. The, the shortwave kind of got me excited. Maybe I'll have to pick your brain one of these days. There you go. I'd love to. <laughs> Thank you. Well, listen, congratulations on winning the Firebird Book Award. I was happy to hear about that. Well, I was, I was so honored, and, and it, it's my first award. I hope it won't be my last. <laughs> it, was, um, it meant a great deal to me and certainly, uh, certainly was a, a boost to my to my. You know, we, we, we have this negative gremlin on our shoulder that says, who cares about my book? And um, when something like that happens, it means a lot. I understand that completely. And I also saw on your website that you know Lynette Smith. I interviewed her, oh, several years ago about her book, How to Write Heartfelt Letters. Yes, we have connected because obviously we have um, we're kindred spirits in terms of that. And her book is marvelous. I have written a review of it on my blog. And, um, and it's a real different, a, a different approach. But um, it's extremely valuable, and I, I'm delighted to have to have made her friendship, and we've, we we are working on some collaborative ideas. Oh, I think that's great. Before the pandemic, I used to do a lot of public speaking events regarding patient safety, and once I met her, 
I started to put that out to my audience just as a kind of a throw it out there, especially an older group of uh, folks that would attend my presentations and gave them a little peek into the whole idea of getting back to writing those heartfelt letters. It's just so, so important. So what made you decide to write about this and what made you become interested in writing letters? Well, I think that anybody my age, and I am 72, um, has been brought up to think that it's important. And so my mother and my grandmothers um, all wrote beautiful notes and, and taught me to do it. And um, in and I've done it all my life. And in recent years, um, uh, I have had such wonderful feedback from people who say, oh, I wish I could write a note like you do, or I don't know how you find the words to say. And so that sort of planted the seed in my mind. And um, as I started my blog years ago, that was not the primary focus, but I often did speak about about the importance of, of heart-spoken notes. Um, uh, and then pandemic COVID came along. And the April of the first year, um, I turned 70 years old. My daughter called me from New Mexico, and she said, Mom, I know that your calendar has just gone from completely full to completely empty, just like everybody else's, and I want you to get that book out of your head. You've been talking about it for years. And for my birthday, she gave me 10 hours with an accountability coach who was a friend of hers. And that woman called me every week for the next many weeks and said, what have you done this week? What are you going to do before I call you next week? And I got the book written in that first year of pandemic. Oh, isn't that a wonderful story? I love that story. I love your daughter. That's such a It was a precious, gift. precious gift that she gave me. And, um, and of course, the book is dedicated to her. So, Well, you know what? That actually makes so much sense because I think uh, the whole mother-daughter relationship is, is fairly key to keeping this letter writing alive. I know my mom taught me anytime I got a gift growing up, I always wrote a handwritten letter and I taught my children that I have two daughters. One picked up on it, the other doesn't. But my older daughter, I could send her, you know, a box of candy or something just for fun. And she will send me a handwritten letter. And now she's got an eight-year-old daughter and she's teaching her. Uh, Cora always sends me a thank you note that's written. So I think a, maybe a mother-daughter relationship is kind of key here. Well, it, it may well be, and <clears throat> certainly she was she was so precious to do that. And I've, I've gotten some beautiful, beautiful notes since the book came out, but as you might expect, one of the most beautiful was from her. And I don't have it in front of me, but she said something to the effect of, Mom, thank you for giving the world this gift. Oh. I mean, it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful. So I'm very lucky <laughs> and very grateful for her for her support and for the lovely friend of hers who who was my accountability coach who was just the best cheerleader in the world. Yes. And now we all benefit. So thank I, you to <laughs> thank and, you to all of one you. One thing, Pat, that I really um that, that that I think is important, heart spoken notes, while I there will be no doubt to anybody that reads it about my love for handwritten notes, but heart spoken notes can don't have to be handwritten. They can be they can be typed and, and they can be conveyed in other ways. But, of course, the handwritten note, and I make a big case for that, is something that's so precious and so um, can be read and reread and mm -hmm. saved, and, and it just makes a big difference. Oh, I agree with you. Well, maybe give us a peek into the structure of the book. What will our listeners find when they pick up a copy of your book, Heart Spoken? Well, thank you. Um, I think what I, what I most want to convey, and, and I'll get a little specific in a minute, but what I most want to convey is not 
any kind of preaching that or any putting anybody on a guilt trip that they should be doing more notes. I, I, I hope that, that the readers will come away feeling inspired um, to, to, to just appreciate, one for, for one thing, how much it means to people, and secondly, that it honestly doesn't matter what they say. That's what people get so hung up on. What if I say the wrong thing, or how do I know what to say? But what really matters is people won't remember what you said. They'll just remember that you wrote and that you cared enough to reach out. And so that's, the, um, that's what I hope the takeaway is. And um, the way it's structured is I did start out with, um, with my own why, um, and, uh, and I had a wonderful, wonderful foreword by uh, New York Times bestselling author Jason Wright, who has, has written novels around the theme of letter writing, so he was just so gracious to, to, um, to write that. But um, my prom- I start out with a promise to my reader of what I feel that they'll come away with, and, um, and that is uh, inspiration and confidence and, um, and specific. I have lots of resources, lots of specific examples that I hope will help. Um, I actually have a, a formula, a secret notes formula, notes being an acronym, and um, and I hope that that will that that will be something that they can remember. And notes is I'm going to look it up to make sure I get it right. N is for N is for natural to to speak naturally uh, to write naturally. O is for open to open your heart and your mind to the person you're writing to, and to be open with them in the way you write. T is for tell. People love a specific things. A sympathy note, you might want to tell the person about a memory you have of the deceased. Or a thank you note, you want to tell them how much the gift meant to them and why. Um, e is for empathize, to reach to, to just reach down in your heart and put yourself in that other person's um, shoes and think about what they might want to hear or what might be meaningful to them. And S in notes is the acronym for SHARE. Um, to share a memory or experience, um, and also to be specific. It's so much nicer to have a note that says, thank you for the blue bowl that is right now on my uh, sideboard in my dining room. Uh, it reminds me of my grandmother's kitchen or something, And as opposed to, thank you for the gift you sent. We will enjoy it. <laughs> so that acronym, notes, I really hope will be helpful. Oh. Then I go on to um, to talk about specific kinds of notes. Uh, thank you notes have a chapter on thank you notes, a chapter on sympathy notes, a chapter on congratulation notes, um, a chapter on encouragement notes, um, and so uh, basically a note for every occasion is the t- title of that section. And then I have a chapter called outside the box note writing. This is this is sort of the unusual times when something strange happens or somebody has an unusual thing happen to them and you feel called to write to them um, about it. Um, and, and there's some interesting um, interesting examples in that. Then I have a, a whole section called Take It to the Office, Business and Professional Notes. I, I think there's absolutely a place for heart-spoken notes in the professional setting. And I think it's a tool that particularly people in sales, but people who have... Um, responsibilities for employees uh, and want to create an atmosphere of collegiality and an atmosphere of encouragement can use heart-spoken notes in that way. Um, And then I have a lot of appendices with um, frequently asked questions, um, checklists, printables, um, 
white file, a lot of quotes, a lot of note writing resources. So I hope it'll be a combination of easy to read and then put it on your desk and refer to it when you need it. Yes, a a go-to guide. I love everything that you suggested. I learned that too from my mom about when you write a thank you note, don't just say thanks for the gift, but to, to reference what the gift is and what you're doing with it and how it makes you feel. Because then that really shares with the, with the person who gave you the gift. They really can sense that you enjoy it, that you're using it, that it did make an impact on you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and again, it, it, it just creates an image in the other person's mm-hmm. mind of, uh, and gives them pleasure to, to think about how you are, you might be using that gift. Yes. And especially during these times, Elizabeth, everything is so quick and fast and short and, people are rushed and just seems like there's not that communication level that we used to have. I notice it myself with, even with these Firebird Book Awards, I do make it a point each and every person, when I get back to them, I do say something personal or something that is meaningful to them or meaningful to me. And the response I get is outstanding. I think people are starving for this kind of conversation, especially from places where they might not necessarily expect it. Exactly. And, and I will attest that you are wonderful at that. You really do have a gift for that. Um, and I know it's not just a gift, it's also an intention. Mm-hmm. Have. And, um, and it has to be an intention on the part of somebody who embraces note writing. Um, it, it really does. But I think that the, the, the timing has been fascinating. Um, I've, I've been chastising myself for not writing the book sooner. And yet, in some ways, and the pandemic has been the sort of reminder to us all of how important connection is. And so I'm finding an interesting resonance with, with my themes now that I'm not sure that I would have um, found even three, four, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. The timing of this was just as it should be. Yeah, absolutely. Now your cover, your cover is so simple, but so evocative, but especially to me, it reminds me when I saw your cover, this is, it took me right back to when I was 16 years old and my very first love left for Europe for a summer. And we sent handwritten letters back and forth. Remember that thin paper with the red, white, and blue lines? And so as soon as you as soon as I saw your cover, I was 16 years old. I remember pulling out the drawer with those little crispy papers in it and just writing page after page. So your cover made an impact with me. Well, I'm delighted. And, and I, it did with me too. And I think it, it did with, with all of us who, who do remember that, that airmail um, stationery. Um, but it was an interesting process with the cover because um, the Kohler Books, who is my publisher, um, has a process. Um, they they created several designs, and and I narrowed it down. And then there was a contest that went out to that I was able to send out to people that I knew in my network, but also that they published on their website. So there were probably a couple of hundred people that voted one way or another on on this one versus another one, which was entirely different, which had a a, a fountain pen on it. Um, but I love this. I thought it popped. I thought it was easy to look at, uh, easy to read, and um, and as you say, very evocative of mm-hmm. of that of that airmail stationery. 
Yes. I love that where you could get so complex with that and think of all kinds of things to put on that cover, but just the simplicity of it just speaks to you. Well, I was very grateful for the talent of the of their designers. I, I really and <laughs> and the little touch of the stamp and the mm-hmm. initials I, and and using that that little icon throughout in each chapter. I just really appreciated the the uh, attention to detail that they took when they put the book together. For sure, very very thought filled. Yes, absolutely. Well, now you take this to other levels. You have a Facebook group called the Art of the Heart Spoken Note. I do. You are great with your homework. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that actually started before the book was written. Um, uh, very, very simply with people that were sort of shared my my interest. And um, but of course, as I worked to promote the book before the book launch, um, I did promote that that group as well, and it pretty much doubled in size. Um, and and now that people are reading the book and finding out about the group, I'm, we're having you know almost well. Certainly, every week we've got new members, so it's a delightful, um, a delightful sort of accompaniment for those. And, and what we do in that group, and it's totally free. It's a private group because I want people to feel comfortable sharing the things that they write notes about without worrying about whether anybody's going to share it to the wider world. But but what what we do is share um, tips of, of wording. We share tips about. Um, decor design we've got some people in there that that create their own stationery we've got people in there that use um stamps uh, in different ways both um, not postage stamps but rubber stamps for designs and then we talk about things like recycling note cards that we get cutting off the design and making it a postcard or making it a gift tag or just doing a lot of different things so um and and so when i come across resources that I find helpful, I share them in that group. Mm. So it's been a delightful, um, a delightful way to encourage each other. I was thinking about that earlier. I don't know what you said, but it caused me to think about stationery. That just a whole other side to this. Just the fun of buying note cards and, as you said, making handmade cards. There's all kinds of classes and places folks can go to learn how to make note cards and buy all the fun add-ons to create some really fancy cards, stamps and stickers and all kinds of decals. Oh my gosh, it, it, it absolutely, and it's a fascinating, it, I guess it's really almost like a subculture of people. You've got people that are really into papers and, and that kind of thing. Some people even make their own papers. Um, and then the world of fountain pens is another whole <laughs> fountain pens and inks and um, and then we've got some people that do um, that do lettering, calligraphy, mm-hmm. or special kinds of, of lettering, and and it is it is remarkable um, that that these groups are out there, and and it's fun to to tap into them. Oh, I love fountain pens too. I remember growing up in elementary school with fountain pens, and one of these kids that sat next to me had a fountain pen that I really wanted. I coveted this guy's <laughs> f- fountain pen when I was in third grade. So there. <laughs> There they are. Go. They're they're great, and and um and now there are some some wonderful gel pens that are amazingly similar to the to the feel of a, of writing with a fountain pen and don't bleed quite as much. But um, but but we have laughed in our group because some people say, well, some people spend money on shoes and have a closet full of shoes. <laughs> that my my downfall is a is a stationery store or a <laughs> pen store or a <laughs> or an ink store. You they just call to you, and I'm. 
and my husband is pretty sure I've never met a stationery store I didn't <laughs> fall in love with. Oh, for sure. I understand that for sure. Within this group, are you finding somewhat age specific? That is a great question. And I would have, and, and I, and I'm not completely sure because it's not a question that I have asked. Um, but I would say from based on conversations where that might be, where people might have hinted about that, I would say that probably most of the members are, are over 50 years old, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's because they, again, have this sort of tradition that they think or thought or were taught was a good one, and, and they've sort of fallen behind in it and are excited to, be, to, be, to have a reason to have it, have it revived. The fascinating thing is, though, um, there are people my daughter's age, and I'm talking about in their 40s, who are really kind of going back to some of the old traditions mm-hmm. and finding that they are valuable. And so I know that I've got a few of her friends in that group that have been, um, you know, that are that are active. So um, it, it it it's an interesting sort of revival and, and dare I say, um, you know, movement, <laughs> which which would be a wonderful outcome. Oh, I agree. I agree. And hopefully, the folks that are in the group, if they're parents or or grandparents what a lovely thing to share with grandchildren you know you can buy all kinds of plastic and junk that kids throw out wouldn't it be neat to buy some nice stationery and some cool pens and just encourage that whole lost art absolutely and we had a we had a wonderful thread that went on for several days sharing ideas about how to encourage young uh, children to write mm-hmm. and um uh, one of the fun things that came out of it was one of the members said that she used a she had devised a code and she wrote to her grandchildren with a code. Oh. Each letter had a symbol, oh. and she shared the code, and they would you know they would inter- interpret that interpret it and then write her back. So that was um, oh. that was really a fun thing. I like that. And what about the old days of pen pals? I mean, I don't know if people do that anymore. There are some groups that do that absolutely, and and that's a whole different. Um, Mm-hmm. A different kind of approach where, you know, enjoying the um, writing to strangers and finding out about different parts of the world. There mm-hmm. absolutely are. And I have some of those resources in my book. I also have um, have some, a, a section on children, uh, encouraging children to write, and I have a downloadable um, children's template that, that can be used for children to fill in. And then another wonderful idea that came with children was um, one grandmother shared that her daughter sent her a video of her three- or four-year-old, quote, writing, unquote, a letter to grandmom. She was really talking oh. it, but she, but she was speaking it, and, and it was just oh. adorable. Oh, my. Yeah, there's a lot of arms to this, isn't there? There really, there mm-hmm. really are. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of that, another arm of what you do, you lead uh, writing retreats, and you have a group called Faithful Writers. Do you still do that? Actually, the Faithful Writers Group I don't have anymore. Okay. I, I have led writing uh, spiritual writing retreats. We have a wonderful um, conference center about uh, 45 minutes from here, and they have um, spring and summer uh, weekend retreats, and I have led led those. And and again, um, and, I've, and it's more a matter of helping uh, the participants get over their um, uh, sort of or get to a belief in themselves and get over their their lack of confidence in and being able to write. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that that's, that's the, the fun of it, is seeing people sort of blossom and, and realize that it doesn't matter what they write. what they it's, it's theirs to write, and, and, and it's 
important and their voice is uniquely their voice, whether they're writing uh, a, an essay or a note or a letter or anything. So mm-hmm. it's, it's all kind of, it's all kind of um, related, and, and I'm giving some thought to some workshops more specifically for note writing. Oh, I hope you do. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I've been encouraged to do that, and I, I do think there's a, it would be a fun thing to do. It's coming. Do you still offer your uh, writing and editing services? I do. I'm I'm semi-retired, so I'm pretty uh, pretty selective about what I sure who I take on for that. Um, but it's a it's now that I've written a book, I'm sort of networking with a lot more authors, and so there really is some lovely opportunity to um, to edit people's books. And but I try to do it with the books that that probably are resonate with me and and um, that I feel like I can then turn around and write a write a really good review for. I love encouraging encouraging writers and if if it's not something I can write positive about I just don't don't write at all but um, mm-hmm. but editing is such an important part of the process and my own people editors have made me a better writer and so I I like to think that that that's a role I can help other writers with. Excellent. All righty. So what's next? Are you working on any other books now? You know, I'm 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 it, ideas come to me and I think there have been some spin-off ideas for this, perhaps to write a whole book on um more for professional and nonprofit organizations and how to use notes in their in their roles, but right now I am focusing on spreading the word about this <laughs> and uh, kind of recuperating <laughs> from from the whole cuz it took a year to write and a year to figure out how I was going to get it published and um, so now I'm learning more than I ever wanted to know about marketing. Well, it looks like you've done all the right things thus far. And so I agree, you need to take a little time off just to market because that is a full-time job and there's so many directions to take it. It's kind of confusing. So there is a learning curve to that as well. There is indeed. And, mm-hmm. and um, the, the industry, the publishing industry is sort of in a bit of a turmoil. There's a lot of consolidation with the big publishers and and the, the hybrid publishers such as Kohler Books, um, you know, do a great deal for you, but they don't, you know, they don't do everything. And right. so um, so uh, that's one of the, the joys of some of my local writers groups. Um, well, one in particular is we're all published, five of us published authors, and we share what we read and what we find helpful and and, um, and sh- compare notes. And, and that's, that's really extremely valuable. And um, so I... And I'm trying to take the long tail approach. I just, um, I just feel like if I just do a little something every every week, mm-hmm. reach out to um, to groups. And one of the lovely um, uh, invitations that I've had as a result of doing that is I'm going to be a speaker this fall at the uh, Greeting Card Association's uh, annual um, weekend retreat. Oh, uh, it's digital. Um, I'll be on Zoom. But um, this is the the uh, National Trade Association for greeting card manufacturers. So I was delighted to have been accepted as a as a speaker for that, and look forward to trying to encourage them to realize what they're doing is so much more than just creating a card. Mm-hmm. They are they are making making a tool that makes precious memories and precious connections. Oh, congratulations on that! That's big. It is. I'm I'm really delighted, and again, that's just a. Knowing somebody who knew somebody yep. and, and following up with that connection and then realizing that, that they accepted applications for being a speaker. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of one step at a time. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I like the idea of 
staying local, especially as you say, during these times when everybody's consolidating, things are getting bigger and bigger and you, you can get lost in all of that. But going local for just about everything makes a lot of sense because you really have people who are in your corner, who are, who are there to help you and you help them. And it just builds such a beautiful community. It really does. And, and another lovely sort of offshoot has been uh, making relationships with the independent bookstores, mm-hmm. um, reaching out to them and, and asking about carrying my book, asking about doing a book signing. Um, and I just think I, I have found that those, those bookstores are, are often such a pivotal um, uh, and vital part of, of their immediate community. And so it's, it's fun to support them as well. Good. Oh my gosh, we've touched on quite a bit today. I want to make sure that we are not missing anything that you wanted to highlight. Thank you, Pat. Um, I, I don't think so, except that um, I, I, I have to share some of the feedback that I've gotten that, that has meant so much to me. As several people, after reading the book, have written me notes, say things like, well, one one is, is particularly fun. It was a, a, a best-selling author um, that I had made the acquaintance of, and, and he was very encouraging and wanted me to send the manuscript. And, and I asked him if he might write a testimonial. And, and two weeks later, I got an email, and the subject line was, I only got halfway through your book. And I thought, oh, no, he's going <laughs> to let me down gently that he's not going to be able to write a testimonial. And then he, and the rest of it went on, and I had to put the book down because I was so inspired to think about two or three people from college that I needed to reach out to. Oh. And I thought, oh, that's exactly. And, I, and several people have had the exact same, that they read the book and they thought of people that they hadn't reached out to in a long time, and they reached out to them, or, or that they bought the book for their grown children, or that they, I mean, I just, I love that they, that that was the reaction and not just, oh, you put me on a guilt trip for not writing more notes. Mm. I didn't want that at all. You know, Elizabeth, this goes way beyond the physical act of writing a note. I mean, this is about healing, about love, about community, about caring. It's a huge circle that envelops just that simple act of writing. It really does. And I love you for articulating it that way because it really it really really is it's about it's about kindness it's about connection and um, this is such a simple affordable tool Mm -hmm. nourishing the important relationships in our life and 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 it's just a shame not to not to take advantage of it absolutely and the title says it all heart spoken we need more of that and the the ability to feel free to do that so Thank you for this conversation today. I know I mentioned your website and any other places and ways that we should feel free to get in touch with you and get copies of your book. Well, thank you so much. I really think that the um, that heartspoken.com forward slash book will take you to a page with all kinds of um, information, uh, testimonials, excerpts. You can read the first 28 pages um, and different places to order depending on whether you want to um, order from an ind- support independent bookstores or order from Amazon or or that kind of thing. So I think that that, that link will, um, and my website was pretty, pretty intuitive, I think, as far as connecting with me on other social media. I'm very active um, in several social media. Most of most of the places, my, my uh, name is at Heartspoken Life. All right. So we're speaking with Elizabeth Cottrell. The website is heartspoken.com. 
same title of the book, Heart Spoken, How to Write Notes that Connect, Comfort, Encourage, and Inspire. You are a beautiful soul. I am so happy we had this opportunity. I loved your book and I love this conversation. Thank you for all you do and let's please stay in touch. That would be wonderful, Pat. I'm honored and deeply grateful for your time. Thank you. 